0: Please be reminded that during our show, there may be moments of complete darkness and loud noises. These may be too intense for some listeners. This is Opposite Attractions. This is Opposite Attractions. I am your MC, your monster of ceremonies. (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. I can't say it with a straight face.
1: Uh,
0: My name is Jim Murphy, and joining me, of course, (laughs) is that guy, Scotty Moore.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) After so much excitement, Jim was like, hey man, let me do the intro this week. I've got a real zinger for you. And then you break in the middle of the intro.
0: I did. I broke. I'm sorry. So I, that's I've why this to... is a laugh floor
1: <laughs> we are on the laugh floor today ladies and gentlemen because we're the most hilarious podcast of all time the experimental prototype podcast of tomorrow we still haven't gotten sued for that that means we're doing something right or wrong I don't know um, but yeah we are We are the show where we're slowly building theme uh, our own theme park which was Apex right? We've dubbed yes, it.
0: That was, yes, we dubbed it Apex, the uh, uh. the peak of themed entertainment.
1: And it's all based around superheroes. You get to go in. If you go to the left, you're a villain. If you go to the right, you're a superhero. If you go straight ahead, uh, I don't know. I think I had asshole. that. In re-
0: I think I had that reversed in my head. I think I always put the villains on the right hand side. But well, that oh well. shows
1: that shows how you think, Jim. The villains yes. are always right. <laughs>
0: I, I do have some follow-up about the last show, because I think when I was explaining how the seats moved in uh, Window uh, to the Future, or of the future, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I explained it as an Orbitron instead of a Gravitron. Uh, an Orbitron yeah, is, what, is what the Astro Orbiter was named before it was named the Astro Orbiter in Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a Gravitron is the thing you ride at a carnival where you get pinned against the wall and spin around until you throw
1: up, uh-huh. which Isn't, was more of... in line with... There's one of those in Mission Space, isn't there?
0: It's, it's not exactly the same as that. Uh, okay. There is a sense of G-forces, but I, and it's something centrifugal, but I don't know if that's exactly how it works. Oh, okay, I don't know okay. if there's an arm in there whipping you around at a high speed.
1: <laughs> and, of course, uh, as always, we have a challenge. Last week we had the challenge of... Uh, well, oh, yeah, last week's challenge was Hyperion. Uh, and this week we have the challenge to make a weenie for Earth. Okay, hold on. Before we go on, I did not know the term weenie before last <laughs> week's before last week's <laughs> episode, and I just kind of ran with it because I was like, "Oh, I could use context clues to figure out what this means." Don't you dare call this episode <laughs> "Let's Build a Weenie" or something like that, because holy shit, it might be my least favorite term for anything <laughs> theme park related.
0: Why can't I just call it challenge weenie because that's exactly what it is?
1: Challenge weenie. It it oh. is the
0: term. It is the and it is a uh, Disney uh uh created term I'm pretty sure because I hold don't on. think before I don't think before Sleeping Beauty Castle amusement parks really had those uh symbols in them. Yeah.
1: Okay, hold on. So wait, what what is the origin of the term weenie? Do you know?
0: Uh, I'm assuming it has to do with Disneyland. Uh, I, I don't exactly know what Walt Disney was thinking, but, um, he, he had a, he had a mind of zone and I'm not sure, but I do know that it is basically the, the, it is the symbol in the park that, that is what draws you into the park and gets you toward the middle or is used as a, uh, beacon of direction. So you know where you are, if you can see it. So what? the tree of life spaceship, are uh, technically American adventure counts, although oh, it originally really? wouldn't. Yeah, originally it wouldn't have been if they would have put it where they wanted to put it.
1: Oh uh, yeah, well, um, you know, just to fathom a guess as what weighty means, I don't know this big oh, imposing thing I, that I, they I use. I found,
0: I found, I found the origin of it, and it says, um, uh, Walt would frequently visit, go to his home, and he would walk through his uh kitchen to see what was going to be for dinner and he would sometimes grab a a hot dog from the refrigerator uh to eat before dinner and so the the dog would follow her him around with this this weenie in his hand and so he was so she was always the dog was always going after the weenie so it is basically how they I, i i'm using it as center of the park the apparently imagineers use it for anything that would draw you into a place so it yeah. could be like the haunted mansion being at the end of Liberty Square draws you toward it. Things like that. But I just use wow. it as the as the Cinderella Castle uh. I definition. definitely
1: thought it was just like, yo, this is the park's big dick. Here you go. <laughs> this look at how big my weenie is. It looks like Cinderella Castle. That's legitimately what I thought it was. It has it has 20,
0: It has twenty-one towers, but four of them were not actually there. <laughs> i think it's 21 i can't remember the number of those
1: it's boarded up at some points it's okay (laughs) and at night i shine a light show on
0: it yeah i I do know that that whatever the number is uh all the towers of cinderella castle were numbered but there are like four or so that are missing and that's because after they built them or after they were going to build them they realized that no one would be able to see them from the ground and so they did that's a
1: point (laughs) they're just like wait why is this here uh, but of course, we we had to build our weenie for this week. Uh, so, Jim, do you would you like me to go first? Would you like to reveal your weenie to the world? It's <laughs> it's totally up to you. Uh, I I can
0: show you mine if you want to show me yours. I don't care how this works.
1: <laughs> I'll show you challenge. Show me mine if you show me yours. Um, I'll go first. You went first last week. I figure we can just swap out. Yeah, that's um, fine. Well, I I'm happy we went over the fact that apparently a weenie can be anywhere, which is also the yeah. name of my children's w- book.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, mm, okay, yes, it, it technically can, I guess.
1: Yeah, so it, it's basically to draw you to a section of the park. So my mine is going straight in the villain section, which is kind of it's my it's gotta be my baby is the villain section, um, and I thought about since it is the big thing. It's the thing that draws you in. It is your haunted mansion. It is your Cinderella ca- castle. I knew the biggest, baddest villain would have to live there. And I thought about villains like the Joker and Lex Luthor and the fact that ba- when you create a villain like that, you are taking something that everyone in society hates and then villainizing it, like uh, clowns, which are f- like messed up and creepy, or uh, rich people that everyone hates. That's how you got Lex Luthor. That's how you got uh, the Joker, and so I was like, what do people hate now? And that's what spawned the idea for Millennial Mountain, We're coming soon to <laughs> APEX. Who,
0: who lives in Millennial Mountain?
1: Uh, well, uh, the story behind you... Millennial Mountain... i'm i figure i'm much more better with the storytelling aspects of things whereas you're like all right the ride's gonna do this then do this do this i'm like no 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 we're just gonna have some fun we're gonna free ball it for a while no big deal um and so basically there was this big bad villain named titan he was the most terrifying villain of them all in in fact in most of the posters that we use to advertise apex when you see a villain you see titan he's horrifying and unfortunately, during a battle with Apex, which I am now uh, dubbing the official hero of the park, I don't know yeah, what he be, does. Yeah,
0: it'd be like if they named the Magic Kingdom Mickey Mouse. Like, come on, come on down.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, Apex, unfortunately, during a battle with Apex, Titan died and left all of his things, all of his belongings, over to his son, Atticus <laughs> Freebird. <laughs> I just looked up douchiest first name, douchiest last name, popped them together. We got Atticus Freebird here. and There's um, somebody
0: named last name Freebird?
1: Um, yes, Michael PSA. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so he got all of his dad's money, he got all of his dad's business, and like he doesn't want to be a villain, he does not give a shit about any of this. And so, he spends all the money, has a big party over the weekend with his friends, because he's a millennial, and that's what they do, am I right? They're ruining craft beer and cheese, millennials, right? God! And so now, since he's out of money, he is now attempting to sell the gigantic mountain lair that was once owned by his father, which is what, and it decorates the big skyline of Apex, is this gigantic, horrifying mountain. Thus begins the ride of Millennial Mountain wherein Atticus takes you on a journey throughout his father's lair showing him like all of this weaponry that his father made the stacks of foreign currency basically saying like hey man here's how I'm going to here's you know the stuff you could buy here's the stuff that would be worth money amazing things happened here Apex has been here that amazing <laughs> superhero you all love him right and I was like yeah There's... There's
0: there's there's 10 bath uh bedrooms and and seven bathrooms and be careful the floor is literally lava
1: and five dead superhero corpses on the walls (laughs) um when suddenly the you kind of go down in like a small like it's not a big drop but it's enough to get your cart going and then you're suddenly stopped and your track is cut in half and uh Atticus is looking around like wait 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 hold on what's going on and then you hear this loud voice booming over the intercom and it's the voice of Titan and like his face comes down on a screen and he looks and he's just like how dare you my own son i faked my own death just to see just to see oh, if you no. would take up oh, the no. mantle the mantle of Titan. And instead you try to sell my things. You spend all my money. How dare you! And as he screams, how dare you. This whole time during his speech, your cart is uh, where you stopped at. It's slowly tilting downwards as if the track Uh-oh. itself is bending. And then he screams, how dare you! And then you that's get poor released. architectural design. Yeah. And that's then that's... You, you get released down into this gigantic horrifying roller coaster and you see like titan's face in laser forms you see lasers shooting all around you and you're like oh i'm gonna die so basically this is a section where um have you ever played super mario maker
0: (laughs) no i have not but i've seen videos
1: Well, there are these things called Automatic Marios where all you have to do is sit there and all of those amazing stuff happens around you. And just because people timed it so well, you don't get hurt. That's what this section is. You see lasers flying over your head. You see stuff, like, getting tossed around. You're almost dead every few seconds. And then finally, you see, like, you're about to fall into a pit of lava and then Atticus shoots down in front of you and then holds out his hand And you stop, and it's revealed that Atticus actually has his father's powers. His father was uh, able to control metal uh, with his mind, uh, unlike any other superhero before him. No villain has ever (laughs) been able to do this. And so he's holding you in place, and he's just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm, I'm so sorry that I got you guys through this. And then you feel this heat come from underneath you, this heat radiating. And then he looks down, and if you look underneath your cart, you see lava bubbling underneath you and you're just like oh no oh god and then you hear from behind like this tunnel that you were shooting through the voice of titan screaming as he's running towards you and the whole time you're strapped in so you can't really look behind you so it is a very like sound is going to play a lot into this It's going to be a very 4D experience because we're going to use the sound of Titan coming from behind you to build fear and the heat of the lava underneath you to help you understand. At which point, Atticus just looks and he's just like, okay, we're dead, we're dead, we're dead. Then he looks up and if you look up, you see a track. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to see the track, but the track is there. But you look up and you see the opening of the volcano. And he goes... All right, we've got to do this. Come with me. He jumps into the air. You follow Atticus up the hole. The whole time you feel Titan behind you. You hear him screaming and you feel the lava nipping at your heels. So you feel like this big immense heat coming from behind you until you finally shoot out of the top. You see, uh, I'm gonna use a screen and project Atticus onto it, so you can see him fly away as you come over the top of the volcano into an amazing gigantic roller coaster drop and the roller coaster all the way down back into safety as you arrive at the gate. So this, it's going to be do- a lot of screens. <laughs>
0: I have I have like four questions. Uh, is so when you're down in the bottom, you come up. Are you level the whole time? Is it like is it a lift kind of like a Tower of Terror style lift or a, uh, there's, no, a there's a there's a a, a a so so you were vertical.
1: You're it's like going to be laying like, on your back. It's going to be like Rip Ride Rocket at Universal where you go straight up at a ninety degree angle and then shoot down. So okay, it's so a, it's
0: that. It's like Volcano yeah. the Escape. Which exactly,
1: a... and you shoot up, and then you shoot down, and do a roller coaster drop, and that's your big finale of it.
0: Because I was thinking you you were in a in a place you were somewhere between like Spider Man and like Dark Cast uh, Curse of Dark Castle from Bush Gardens. You were yeah. somewhere in between there and like Gringotts. You were somewhere in that in the middle there, and then all of a sudden it was like way to the end.
1: I will tell you, this ride has been inspired by nothing. But all Universal roller coasters I've ever been on, um, let's see, I can actually probably pinpoint each exact moment that I went. This is like that. That but is like. I, this, I this still is feel
0: like, that. like I still feel like it is technically. It feels technically possible. It doesn't feel like you're going and then we teleport. Yeah. <laughs> like it still fe- It still feels a technical possibility of something that could be built and that is good.
1: I really love that phrasing. That's how you could describe the majority of what I come up with. It's still technically possible. But, uh, yeah, the, yeah, the screen
0: at the top might be a little difficult. There might be a way around that, but well, no, uh, all you I'm would have sure. to do
1: all my the way I have it in my mind is you see, you see a, him shoot up the side because it's gonna be a whole lot of screen. This ride is gonna be a whole lot of screen, and then you shoot up, and then you have basically like a clear dome. And then you can put him onto the clear dome. And all you have to do... It's not even got to be that good. Because all you're doing is showing, like... <laughs> all you're doing is showing him kind of, like, disappearing. That way, when you get over the top, you won't be like, Wait a minute, where is everybody?
0: Yeah, I think yeah, you'll be too busy screaming and wiping your butt to but uh, yeah, care Gring- where he is.
1: got's definitely inspired this quite a bit. Because I was just like, okay. I mean, unless... The only thing is, like, Atticus would have to be... Screened yeah, the, the first
0: the the first part is definitely very dark castle and Spider Man ish, yeah, where yeah, there would yeah. be like three D sets and the screen kind of pulling you in and making you feel like, hey, this is real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I don't like know the... if you could. I don't know if you could make the scoop cart into a roller coaster cart. I don't know if that's possible.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. But yeah, the the, the opening up is very. Of it's very, like, Gots esque except when you go into the roller coaster, I want the roller coaster not to be screens, because that always felt cheesy during a roller coaster, because you can't really focus on it anyways. I just like the idea of it being almost like Dueling Dragons, to where with okay. Dueling Dragons, stuff comes idea. in front of you. Okay.
0: Idea. Um. Shit. Manta at SeaWorld. I think it's Manta. Okay or Kraken, it's Kraken at SeaWorld, has VR, where you can wear a VR headset and you ride the roller coaster, but in the headset, you're like underwater and you're getting chased
1: by a Kraken. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, So you could do that. You wouldn't even need to put a bunch of screens in. You could just have it be all VR.
1: I don't know. I I would have to ride Kraken, which I don't want to. But I would have to ride <laughs> Kraken to be like, oh, I enjoyed this experience, or I do not enjoy the experience. That Apparently, is going on it right
0: is now. pretty. I mean, I watched there. There are videos on YouTube where they they split screen, so you can see what the what the people would see in the headset and what the coaster sees. Because you don't have to do it. You you can uh, opt out. Oh yeah. You yeah. Know, but. I and and really... it does seem pretty on the nose as far as like, it doesn't make you feel like you're on uh, Body Wars and ready right, to puke. Mm-hmm. Like, because it the was.
1: Idea, I love the idea of like, after this, you could pr- go over to the hero side and like see small things about like Atticus doing small time hero work. Because he's just like, I kind of liked saving people. That was cool. So you could see that in the storyline kind of play out.
0: I like that. I do like that. I want that kind of stuff where it does feel like they're kind of messing with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and thing and things in one part of the park would influence things in another park. I like that.
1: Right. Uh, okay. So, do, what is what have you made? What's your weenie? My weenie um, was on fire.
0: I. <laughs> there there are creams for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. I actually, just I went in a route more traditional as far as, like, something to put in the middle of the park, and that is a giant rocket.
1: Oh, shit!
0: My my okay. idea... My my idea is basically that the reason why people have powers is that there was, uh, reasonably public space flight trips, and there are kind of like a Fantastic Four thing happened, where people came back from space that were just, like, regular people, and they somehow got superpowers. Right. And... It doesn't happen to everybody, but it could happen if you go up. Like, they don't know why it happens to some people and other people, but there are, like, they have, and this, that would have happened sometime in the past, and this rocket is actually more of a, uh, it's not the real thing, like, it's a model or something, like, it's showing, like, this is the thing we built that makes people, that gave people superpowers somehow, and we, like, something like that, some large missile-looking rocket. And underneath of it, underneath of it, there would be two attractions, Okay. Um, uh, I don't know which order. Rocket? I I would say f- a large, uh, I because I know that like spaceship is 180 feet, Cinderella Castle is 180 feet, uh, Tree of Life is 160 something. I think if we're uh, gonna
1: be 181 feet.
0: Tower ta- Tower of Tears is 199 because if it's 200, it has to have a light on the top of it. Right. Um uh, for for planes. Mm. Uh, you know. S- Sleeping Beauty Castle is only like a hundred and twenty-five. It's not as big, you know. The Chinese Theater is whatever it is, smaller. So I don't know how large. I just know that it would be like the symbol thing at the in the middle, like, and it right. would be easily seen around. I don't know what the height exactly would be, but probably over a hundred feet. Okay. But it, but it wouldn't be something you would go into. Uh, it would just be like a. It would almost be like a memorial or something like that. Oh, okay. In terms of the story of the park, it would be something like, hey, this is this thing we made. But underneath of it would be two, two attractions. The fir- and, again, the, these kind of work together, but not really. The first is a, f- uh, a theater show similar to, like, a Muppet Vision or a, you know, Philhar Magic something like that. Something where you yeah, put yeah. little glasses on. And it would, it's called Hero School. Okay. And it's basically the idea is if you come back from space and you have powers, you would watch this video to learn like how to control yourself and not be a complete uh problem. And but but it would break down, the video would be constantly being taken over like it would be the heroes trying to teach you but the villains would like pop in and keep trying to like disrupt everything and try to put you on their side.
1: Okay. And like, I like and this. then it would
0: break it would break down into some sort of battle at the end where they would be and there would be you know th- th- uh, effects you know stuff would fly at you or you know water smoke stuff like that so it would just be like a silly little show kind of like the the Captain America <laughs> like PSAs of oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. but um, it would be it would be kind of like that but then the villains would come in and be like no you want to be with us and it would end up in some kind of weird you know brawl situation okay. on the screen
1: I, I really like it well I, I don't I think you could probably do it in front of the audience as well, because I mean, there's that op- open moment in Muppet Vision where they all come out. I mean, you can hear a <laughs> villain fighting a hero in the projector room behind you. You can. Bunny have... ran
0: away. Bunny.
1: <laughs> bunny. That's yeah. And the penguins. The penguins are my favorite part. <laughs> but yeah, there's you nothing have... up there
0: but a bunny.
1: You could have them fight They're in the front students. of you. All around, like, you could... you. I don't think it has to just be on screen. I think your exciting ending yeah, is they they, they could
0: They could do a, a, a character-based thing. Yeah. Like Sweetums or something in front of it. So I have that. That's just a simple little thing. The other attraction... Now, have you rode the Simpsons ride slash Back to the Future?
1: Of course I have.
0: Okay, so the way that attraction works is that uh, there are two theaters... Uh, There are 12 cars in each theater, and there's like eight people or whatever in a car. And so you have a dome over you that is the screen. And so you're in this little theater, but you're in a car. So technically, like, I guess if you look to your left or right, you might see the other people in the other cars. And I guess when the attraction starts, you are lifted off the ground about nine feet. So think of that. But first, think of something like Star Tours or Body Wars, where you were in a box with a screen in front of you. Okay. So the idea, this, this attraction is called Superflight. I don't have a better name for it, but, uh, basically it would be a, uh, it, w- it would be presented in the queue as a simulator that would show you kind of like the history of how they think superheroes got their powers. Like it was, ba- it'd be like a simulation of them going to space. Like what oh, your okay. simulation would be of of riding that rocket and going into space, but while you're watching the video, so you're in a box, and let's say they they it was like a similar thing to Back to the Future where there would be like three tiers of boxes. You wouldn't really know this from the queue, but there would be like three tiers of boxes, and you would get in. Uh, you would you would sit in your little seats. There'd be a screen in front of you. It'd be just like being in Body Wars or any of those attractions. The, the thing would start, you would start going through it, and something would go bad. A, a, uh, a villain would show up, something, and he would basically say like, Oh no, I'm going to take you into space for real. Oh wow. And there would, be, there would be some sort of special effect where during this effect thing, like things would go dark and the roof or the ceiling of the little box you're in would move back. And you would see, like, light, like, almost like the sky was above you, and that would be, like, the theater screen, like, the Back to the Future-type dome-type screen would be above you, and it was like, you would be like, oh, crap, this dude just ripped the roof off of this building. And and it would lift you out, so about, you know, the nine feet that Back to the Future-slash-Simpsons does, and it would pull you up into this dome- so you would be above where the theater was, and there would be effects to, like, have you, like, and then the screen would start, like, flying around, and it would be like you were flying around, and this guy is, like, somehow telekinetically controlling your, your like, the seats you're in to drag you around, and, like, he's trying to take you into space, and you don't want to go, and, like, heroes are trying to stop him. Like, you're gonna kill these people if you take them to space, they are not protected.
1: It could, and also, it could be Titan, the one doing it. Because, I mean, he has the power to grab metal, so he flies into the air controlling you. So, I mean, that's going to connect two rides together. And he takes you into the air, into the dome. I like that.
0: Yeah, it would be like a... Where you were being pulled along by the villain, and it's kind of like, you know, you're going... Like, and you're he basically, he's being chased, like, whoever is pulling you, Titan or whatever, is pulling you, and you're being chased by the heroes, and he's, like, dipping and diving, and you're, like, following behind him, and you're whipping everywhere, and he's okay. trying to get away from them to try to make you, like, take you into space. Whether you die or whether you become a, uh, you know, superpower, he can, like, use that to his advantage, or right. just because he's evil. Okay, okay, okay. And so, like eventually that. eventually, you would get saved somehow, and it would, like take basically like it would like almost like take you back into where the park is and you would kind of see that in the video and then it would like drop you back down into this into the simulator but the ceiling would still be missing and so you'd still see like a light above you as the ride ended but then as you were leaving and you got out like it would just reset and the ceiling would go back over top of you and then it would be ready for the next group
1: I like, I like it. There's one moment I would love to put into it, which is, you know, he's taking you into space to be like, you're either going to die or you're going to become super-powered and I'm going to make you my, like, slave or whatever, you know. I love the idea that takes you into space, is uh, you guys stay up there, so I don't know. I was about to be like, we do something to suck the oxygen out of the room, so it feels like you're dying for a moment. <laughs> But that kind of feels not right. That kind
0: of feels like a lawsuit, is what that kind of feels like. At which point... Oh no, that broke.
1: uh, At which point we pull the same move that any ride that has a screen on it does, which is the villain, like the hero finally catches up to the villain, and they engage in battle um, above you, and it forces uh, the guy to drop you, and you, you turn, and you just see pavement coming at you, and no hero saves you, no one comes to save you, your time and space has turned you into a hero, so you feel yourself fly, and you hear, like, people around you go, Whoa! Wow! He's a hero! And then you're like, Oh, wow, I'm a superhero now. Like, in that way, it really does bring you into the park and into the idea of heroes or villains. I,
0: I, I like that. I don't know how you would pull that off with, like, eight other people or not seven other people in a simulator car.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean I think just do uh, I was about to just do it. Just do it. It'll be fine. Um yeah, I I like that. I really like that idea cuz I always like those Simpsons Ride simulator things. Um I'm still trying to think if there's a way we could combine it almost with cuz one of my favorite rides was Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, which is like half almost Simpsons Ride except you're not like in a giant theater you're only in one seat and you slowly move through either being in front of a screen or you move to be in like these actual sets they've set up. I'm just trying to wonder if which setup would work best for this. I think Simpsons might be best, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. I wanted, I I don't know why. I think when I saw that I, I've had the idea of a simulator where, it, and I like where I wanted to combine the two, cause I, I'm trying to come up with things that haven't been done before, or at least not in this way. Yeah. So I'm trying to think, like, how can I combine things that exist to make something that is different? And I thought, well, I can just take Body Wars or Star Tours and just throw you out the ceiling. Yeah. Let's see I what really happens. I really
1: do like the idea that you jump out and do another thing. And for, for a moment, it will fool everybody to be like, wait a minute, the ceiling is not supposed to come off of this thing, and it pulls you up, and you're just yeah, like, Yeah, it, it would be very,
0: I, a somehow, like, it would be dark or something. and. Yeah. Like, during the darkness, that would go away silently, or, you know, there'd be some loud noises, and then all of a sudden, they would fake, like, oh crap, now there's daylight above me somehow. Like, the roof is, like, it would break away or something, and they're like, oh crap, daylight. Yeah. Like, oh shit. (laughs) And while you're, and then it's like, you get pulled up.
1: Well, I know last week we had to decide which which one stayed and which one went because we both had two rides both based off of a man named Hyperion and both like with Hyperion in the title but I feel like this week we could keep both rides I mean I don't see anything I feel like we've yeah both and if you made- if you
0: use Titan as the main villain or even you know you could really use any it doesn't matter who the villain is but yeah you had one built
1: well, I like the idea that even in your ride, like the bat, like what if Apex was the dude trying to save you, or whatever we're naming our main hero, Mickey Mouse, and they you see them oh, battling. Get back
0: here, you son of a bitch!
1: <laughs> He's like the Punisher. He's just like, I have no powers except this. Um. <laughs> I like the idea that you see those two battling and that's when you fall to the earth. So you don't know how it ends. Then you go ride my ride and it's just like, yo dog, he died in that battle. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. What? We, they didn't show us that. And I love that idea. <laughs>
0: yeah. he didn't he... Show... <laughs> Why didn't we see him die? Three stars.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think we've got, we've set up two big weenies in our parks and they look pretty amazing. And I have a challenge for next week. I, I should have held off on it. I should have because it would work very well around Halloween time. But I think we can do something else then because, Jim, we have to build the spooky, scary, haunted mansion-esque ride for this park for next week.
0: Oh, we're going to do ghosts, huh? Okay.
1: It's whatever. It can be on the hero side or the villain side. It would be weird to go on the hero side and be like, these are all the dead heroes. Welcome to the haunted it's, mansion, look, one thousand shitty heroes who died in battle.
0: Welcome to the Danny Phantom Log Flume.
1: Oh yes! Not, it's, not, it's not just a
0: it's not just a dead hero, it's a dead child hero.
1: It's a dead child hero. All of the I don't worst know if he's
0: technically dead, but he is a ghost. Of, of some all kind. the
1: worst superheroes are here for you to look at. I'm paranoid <laughs> ma oh Jesus.
0: Uh, yeah. for every, for every, uh, thousand people they send a space, one, one person gets powers, the other 999 die. <laughs> 999 That's... happy heroes. Happy
1: heroes. <laughs> so Jim, where can they find you good sir? Uh,
0: you can find me on Twitter at apparently smart. And also you can check out the other dumb podcast that we sometimes do called a horrible premise at a
1: and you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. You can buy my book on Amazon. It's called Queezal Corp, Q U E Z A L C O R P. You can check out this show and all the other amazing BS Network programs over on A Load of Pure BS.com. It's got everything I do from YouTube to podcasts to merchandise. We got it all over at A Load of Pure BS.com.
0: I think we Wait, did it.
1: We did it. Uh, you can find us uh, on the internet at oppositeattractionsshow.com. And you
0: can... <laughs> you're close. You're very close, but not quite. It is opposite-attractions.com.
1: <laughs> Opposite dash. <yep. laughs> that there,
0: there. That's our show notes and uh, sometimes pictures of my notes of silly stuff I draw for this uh-huh. show.
1: Yep, yeah, that's all. That's all over there. I'm gonna get it all one day uh you can go down you can find us on facebook under opposite attractions not that hard to find and of course if you down with opp find us on twitter at opp at show opp att show
0: Please exit to the far right of the podcast, making sure you have collected all your personal belongings and taken small children by the hand, preferably your own. Thanks for listening.